Welcome back to Ame Reads and Flash Fiction Fridays. I'm Teresa Garcia, or Amehana Arashi, depending where you know me from. Today, I am reading to you from Chinese Folk Tales, collected by Louise and Yuan C. Kuo. Today's story is How Rabbits Got Pink Eyes and Long Ears, a Chuang Folk Tale. Now, I am reading from a physical book, so you may hear my nails on the page at times, um, my fingers sticking to the pages. It is very hot and sweaty and very much like an old-fashioned tale reading. The earliest bronze mirrors depicted the rabbit as one of the animals in the zodiac. At various times in Chinese culture, other animals were used, but the rabbit was never excluded from the twelve. It was regarded as a fertility symbol, classified as yin, the female negative principle of the universe. The earliest known story about the rabbit dated back to China's first dynasty, the Xia, over 4,000 years ago when it became associated with the Autumn Moon Festival. The moon is especially luminous then, and it is said the rabbit may be seen in the moon, standing under a cassia tree. In one paw, the furry creature holds a mortar, and in the other a pestle, pounding out the elixir of life. Because of its association with the moon, it acquired the symbolism of immortality, and ultimately signified posterity or progeny. Even today, paper lanterns of fluffy white rabbits having red eyes and long ears are made for the pleasure of young people to celebrate the autumn moon festivities. As soon as evening falls, the lantern is lit by a tiny candle placed within a hollow space of the rabbit's body. Some lanterns have wheels attached so they can be pulled along. If the ground is not quite level, the rabbit will have a realistic bounding movement. Very dear to the heart of a child, and a delight to older people as well, the rabbit lanterns are openly displayed in lantern shops everywhere for the Autumn Moon Festival, one of the most important celebrations of the year. There was a time when all rabbits had short ears and blue eyes, but that was long ago, before one little white rabbit was punished for his greed and impudence. This young rabbit was big and strong, in fact, bigger than his mother, who took loving care of him. But the bigger he grew, the lazier he became, and the more insolent and arrogant, too. One rainy day, while her lazy son stayed inside as usual, the kind old mother rabbit went in search of food. She bounded through the hills, from the meadows to the riverside, but she could not find a thing. A big rain soaked her thoroughly, and she was very weary as she returned empty-handed in the dark of night. The spoiled young rabbit was raiding impatiently to snatch whatever his mother brought. He could see that she had nothing and became very angry. Oh, you're back at last, 
he snapped. Really, I thought you were dead. Why so late? Do you mean to say you have nothing for me? My child, she answered sadly, you're no longer a little one. You must not always rely on your mother, but also try to find something to eat yourself. Very well, then. From now on, probably each one is supposed to rely on oneself. He muttered peevishly, for he could not stand even this gentle reproach. The next morning he got up still mumbling. From now on, probably each one is supposed to rely on oneself. And with that, took off in a huff. His mother called anxiously to say that she would accompany him. But the offended young rabbit had already disappeared. Huh, he puffed. Who can't find something to eat? Maybe even better than mother. As he ran blindly from place to place, he began to wonder, Where are all the nice fruits and vegetables? For all his arrogance, he could not find a thing. How disappointing, it's a calamity, he muttered. He soon became tired to death of searching, found a spreading tree, and flopped down under its shade to rest. In a twinkling, he was fast asleep. Goodness, what was that sound? He wondered as he awakened with a start. A big wolf was approaching. The rabbit ran as fast as he could. How lucky he had swift legs and could make a dash into a hole that his keen eyes had spotted. The opening was small, and the wolf tried scraping at it, but at last gave up. What a narrow escape for the young rabbit. After a while, when the frightened rabbit thought the wolf had left, he came out cautiously, then bounded away in search of something to eat. At length he came to a pond where water buffalo wallowed. There were many leeches in the pond, but of course the rabbit did not know about them. He only knew that he was dying of thirst, and without any thought scampered into the water. A leech promptly fastened itself to the tip of his nose. Oh, such a sudden sharp pain. He had to try very hard, but finally he got rid of the nasty thing. It certainly hurt, and blood oozed from his nose. As he wandered on, tired and hungry, he came upon a beehive. Bzzz, bzzz. The sound attracted him. Alas, how could he know that was not the place to be? Thanks to his swift legs, he managed to escape the angry swarm. Wherever could Mother have found her tasty food? He shouted, as if challenging something to appear. Oh, well, even she couldn't find anything that rainy day. This time... The young rabbit went home empty-handed and hungry in the dark of night. His mother greeted him happily, for she had been so worried and was only too glad to see him back safe again. Did you manage to find something to eat? she asked anxiously. Of course, he lied. You've had no trouble, I hope, she said, seeing the blood on his nose. No, the rabbit shouted angrily. His mother could see that he was not telling the truth, but she did not bother him any more. The following day, he bounded away, as it was already late, and he was very hungry. The air was fragrant, so he followed the scent that led to fields covered with green. 
Countless berries grew on the bushes, and the fields were filled with vegetables. No one was in sight, so he began to nibble on the berries. And even when he had his fill, he ate and ate the fat, juicy turnips that he liked so much. He nibbled a little more on everything, and then, almost bursting, took a bundle of turnips and happily went home. For days he ate and slept without going to find some food. But when all the turnips were finished, he set out directly for the fields. While he was chewing the tasty turnips, a farmer came along and spied the rabbit. He raised his hoe to strike, but the rabbit dodged. Luckily, the blow missed him, but it was close and could have killed him. He bolted from the fields and dashed home again. When his mother saw him trembling, she knew something was wrong. Yet, the cheeky little rabbit would not admit it. The rabbit continued to go to the same fields to steal, but always managed to get away on time. There must be a way to deal with this little thief, the farmer thought to himself. So one day, he devised a plan. He boiled a big pot of glutinous rice, put it through a sieve to make a paste, molded it into a human figure, and placed it in his field. The next day when the rabbit came, he saw the figure watching there. He was scared and did not dare approach. The person did not pay any attention to him, so he became bolder and crept forward slowly and softly. When he went further and purposely clasped his paws, still the figure did not move. He became more daring and went in front of the figure, scooped some mud and threw it. There was still no motion. The little rabbit felt safe now and thought, I can do anything with this little fellow. He became so audacious he called out, Hello, who are you? There was no answer, whereupon he called louder, Don't you recognize me? I'm the one who often comes to eat your vegetables. There was no sound. The rabbit became angry and shouted, Why don't you answer me? I won't be polite any longer. Saying that, he raised his right paw and gave the figure a punch. Goodness, his right paw was stuck. But the young rabbit thought the man was holding him, so he called in a louder voice. Hey, let go of me quickly. Ah, still not letting go. Well then, I'll have to give you another punch. He shouted as he thrust out his left paw. Horrors! It was also stuck. You're not going to let go of me yet, eh? I'm not one to stand ill treatment. But the rice figure stood silent and motionless. The rabbit became truly exasperated and shouted, You deaf and dumb one still going to hold me? You won't let go of me yet? All right. I'll show you something fiercer. With that, he kicked with his left hind leg and then with his right. Well, well, now they were both stuck. The rabbit was not only annoyed, he was furious. Huh, still not letting go of me? I don't believe I can't win a stupid fight with this stupid fellow, he thought to himself. I'll bump you to death. 
He cried as he banged his head against the silent figure with all his might. At last, the frantic rabbit was firmly stuck and could not budge. He used his whole strength to struggle and his eyes became red and bloodshot. About that time, the farmer came along and laughing aloud said, No use to struggle, you can't escape. My sticky rice man has you glued fast. Now do you dare to steal my vegetables and fruit? Only then did the rash young rabbit understand that this man in the field was merely made of paste. He regretted being so arrogant and said, Uncle Farmer, I know that what I did was wrong. I shouldn't steal from you. I want to repent. I'll never again steal from your fields. Please set me free, kind uncle. Since the rabbit recognized his wrongdoing, the farmer agreed to let him go. But the rabbit was stuck so firmly, all four paws, his head and whole body, that Uncle Farmer had to pull very forcefully before the little ears became unstuck. Then he grabbed a hold of them, pulling and tugging with all his might. They began to stretch, getting longer and longer as he continued to pull. All the time, the rabbit's eyes grew more pink as he blinked back tears. At last, the farmer yanked him loose, looked at the rabbit in dismay, and said, Well, this is your punishment. Uncle Farmer tried to help the rabbit by wiping all the paste off, but as soon as he was free, the happy rabbit bounded away. And that is how rabbits acquired pink eyes and long ears. And that is the end of this particular tale. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up with uh, some of the tales of Br'er Rabbit. So I'm instantly reminded of Br'er Rabbit and the Tar Baby. I have to find and read all of these all over again because what I was exposed to I don't think was the original tellings of these old tales. And because I was so young, I don't remember all of them. But I distinctly remember how uh, a bear and a fox ended up getting Br'er Rabbit stuck in a uh, blob of tar that had been shaped like a small person. So I kind of have to wonder just how many cultures have this tale of rabbits getting stuck in glutinous blobs and sticky blobs and the similar vein. If you know any other similar tales, please comment them down below because I would love to know if you've got anything similar in your collections. If you'd like to know more, please listen to some of my other videos and podcast recordings or visit me on my Patreon and you can help support the different projects that I am involved in. Until next time, I'm Teresa Garcia or Amehana Arashi. Happy reading.